Blog Talk Radio. Remain calm. Do 
not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Anyone caught interfering with the collection of urine samples will be shot. Stay in your home. Remain calm. The number one enemy of progress is questions. National security is more important than individual will. All sports broadcasts will proceed as normal. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. Be happy. At last, everything is done for you.
Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful afternoon? Hope everybody's having a great day. All right. <laughs> we got some stuff for you today, man, I tell you. And um, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we got a lot going on. A whole lot going on. Uh, let's see. It's Monday, April the 20th. Is it April? Yeah, it's April the 20th, right? Oh, man. Where has time gone? <laughs> Sometimes it seems like it's just going a little bit too slow. But anyway, we're here, you're here, and um, we're ready to make some things happen. But before we do, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. 347-838-8622 is the number. Uh, yeah. Uh, chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And you can email me at Eric Let's Talk. That's L-E-T-S at gmail.com. All right. So, those always you be a part of the show. And before we get any further, let me go on and play a couple of clips for you because I want you to get this, get this, get this understand. Now, you know what? First things first. First things first. I think what we're going to do here. Before we go any further, just give you a song of the day because why? Because that's what we want to do. Okay? So let's get it get it going here because I need to work on some audio here because something's just not right. So here's a good song for you. Feel so good by Raza. See y'all in about three minutes. Yo, please, you ready? Uh huh, uh huh. I promise you, love is a 
as we continue on. All right. This yeah, is the yeah, remix. Yeah. I'm in love with you, featuring Prodigy Razor. Let's go. Yo, bleach, you ready? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Extra money. money. <laughs> All right. Machines doing what machines do. All right, y'all. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. You're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. Sism, I see you. So thank you for hanging out with us today. All right. So, another Monday. Another Monday, another week has gone by, and we're still stuck in the house. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? We're still stuck in the house. And why are we still stuck in the house? Uh, well, there's some reasons behind it, and there's some thought processes behind it, but do we really know? Do we really know why we're really stuck in the house? Is it for our our, our true true protection is it for our best interest or is it practice i don't know i don't know you know here's the interesting thing it it really is um you know when you start looking at this and as with anything any major major i don't want to say catastrophe but any any major problems that go on and you have certain orders that's given or guidelines that's given, that's a better word, guidelines. Guidelines are given. You know, you always have those conspiracy buffs that pop up out of nowhere, you know, whether it's on social media or the local talk shows or even shows like this. You always have those that come out with these great conspiracy theories and they're throwing in, you know, their thought processes or something they've seen on uh, YouTube or Facebook. It's interesting. It, it, it really is because everybody wants to, to, to blame someone else for their misfortune. Should I say misfortune? Yeah, misfortune. Um, and I, I find it quite interesting because if those that do pay attention to that kind of stuff. If you ever notice, the same names pop up every time. The same names. Soros, Bill Gates, um, Rockefeller Foundation, uh, Ford Foundation, a couple of other little things out there. You know, the black state, the dark state, as they call it. You know, and you know, I personally... You know, I try and, you know, look at all of it. I try. I'm not going to say that I do. But I try looking at all of it. I, I really do. And see if there's some sort of uh, uh, substance to what these people are saying. Because you just don't want to go around yeah, and, and discarding what people believe. But some of that stuff is just ridiculous. It, it really is. I now, you know, with this the the, the COVID nineteen pandemic going on, you hear a lot of uh, people running around talking about where's five G, five G. But have you noticed since those those stimulus checks been going out, not many people been yelling about five G lately. <laughs> just just a thought there. But here's 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 my take on this this whole thing. There's going to be conspiracy theories because there's going to be conspiracy theorists out there. Now, are there 
are there similarities or coincidences of some of the things that um, uh, uh, that has happened or are happening or is happening? Of course there is. But does that give any extra substance or validity to the conspiracy theories, theories that's out there? You know, that, that's, that's for the, the individual um, person to decide. You know, I, I, I categorize it as the same as uh, the, the religion debate, you know, because some people are going to believe what they're going to believe. Some are going to believe in Jesus. Some are going to believe in Allah. Some are going to believe in this and that, Buddha, you know, the sun or what. But who who's to say who's right and who's wrong, right? Out of all the humans on, on the face of this earth, who's to say who's right and who's wrong? Well, I can tell you, the only person, who, and it's not a person, the only way we'll find what's right and what's wrong is time. It's time. Time will tell. Time will tell. That's the only way you can look at it. Any other way, you know, is it, flawed. That's a good word for it. Any other way is flawed. Because as long as you have man interpreting anything that's out there, it's going to be flawed. It is because we all have our biases, we all have our beliefs, our faith, uh, whatever you want to classify it as. If it's involving humans and the human thought process, it's going to be flawed. It is. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up, because you have individuals out there in the street right now, you know, that's protesting the safe at home uh, recommendations from a lot of the governors in, in certain states. You know, and and I, I've seen a lot of posts on social media saying, well, they should do this and they should do that. Well, you know, we live in America, people. It's their, their right to do that. That's what freedom is supposed to be about. If they choose to go out there and protest, let them go and protest. That's the risk they are taking, not the risk we're taking. Me and you, uh, others that, that have decided to stay home, you know, only go out when absolutely necessary. The interesting part about most of those individuals that are out there protesting, they're wearing masks over their face, their face. It, isn't that something that's, that's interesting in itself? <laughs> you want to protest the safe at home, but yet you don't want to go ahead and and, and just you know, uncover your face. It's interesting. In addition to, you have the President of the United States who's decided that um, he would go ahead and egg that's what I'm going to say, egg these individuals on. Yeah. In not so many words. And why Why would he do that? When he has medical professionals behind him saying, no, that's not what should be happening, but yet he's intent on telling these people, go ahead, you know, liberate your state. Liber-. And what is the what is the purpose of that? Is it the well-being or looking out for the citizens of, of that state or, or even on a, a, a wider, uh, in a wider view, 
the country? No, it's not. Because the, 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 the thought process here is that these individuals are part of my political base. And if I was to do anything to, to upset that, then that would probably hinder my election uh, possibilities in November. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and say, go for it. There was even one guy that said, you know, these, these protesters are now the, the Rosa Parks, our, our modern-day Rosa Parks. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Isn't it interesting how when anything gets started, they all want to go back to the civil rights movement and pick out an individual that they feel they can relate to and, and throw this? And, and it's not because they really mean it, but because this is a name people know. And a lot of people think they know what the stance was in case of Rosa Parks, you know, what she represented. And that's how I tell they're dead wrong. They're absolutely incorrect. <laughs> that's it. They're, they're, they're incorrect. But nobody is going to tell these people that because the bottom line is they're going to believe what they're going to believe. They are, just like conspiracy theorists. They're going to believe what they're going to believe. So it boils down to who are you going to blame? Who are you going to blame for anything? You, I mean, really, the president has said he takes no responsibility for any of this, none. Although, although there are, are sound bites, there are instances, there are Documents that say, well, you may want you, you know, not not just documents, but ethically and morally, being the leader of this country, don't you think you would have to take responsibility for something? Not just the quote unquote what you consider the good, the best that we've ever been. And the greatest economy that they has ever seen, they we've ever seen in this country. You know, being a leader constitutes uh, being able to take the good with the bad. And this is where I have a problem with our our current president right now. As I said, uh, I have often said on the show, I, I try and look at the presidency you know, in, in a balanced way because, you know, all decisions aren't going to be good ones to some people and all, and some are, aren't always going to be bad. But right now, with this, the president that we have, the presidency that we have in this administration, is interesting because you don't know what to believe, what to believe, and what not to believe. And I think that is where this big divide is coming. You know, not to mention the retaliation uh, against anyone that steps out of what is considered the standard line. Or the, the, the questioning of any actions that, that have been, that have taken place that may not be uh, 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 I'm not going to say justifiable, 
but this may have been kind of on the on the shady side, maybe, or better yet, there could have been better response, a better action taken than what actually occurred. So where where where, where do we stand? Where do we stand right now? Where do we stand? Are we going to continue to 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 blame uh, others? You know, let's go back to to the twenty sixteen election. You know, Russia, Russia interfered with the election. Russia did this. Russia did that. Hmm. But wait a minute. You keep saying what Russia did, but how many individuals didn't out? Uh, I mean. Really get out to blow vote. Which how many didn't actually get out and, and hold their representatives' feet to the fire? They just went, you know, went and did the, the check the box thing, or just didn't go at all. Now, I know what some of you are saying. Well, Mister Talk, that sounds good. However, however. You know, the Electoral College, you know, said one thing, and the popular vote said something different. True. That is that is true. And I can't answer why it was, uh, you know, the outcome turned out the way it did, but we know it did. We know that regardless of what happened back then, we're where we are now, dealing with a, a virus, that no one really understands per se. Now, going back to conspiracy theories, you know, we have all kinds of conspiracy theories. That, you know, even even the administration had pushed out there. Well, it was started intentionally in, in, in a uh, lab in China, Wuhan, China. Is this the same lab that, lab that the United States paid, uh, gave them grants to look after, uh, check out, you know, do experiments on biological on mammals. You know, is this the same lab? Now they're saying, well, one student. What happened was, you know, they were testing some things. They, they man, and one escaped, and now they have this and they have that. Well, okay, it happened. Okay, it happened. And whether it was a mistake or purposely, it happened. But they see, once again, that's where, that's in the past, right? That is in the past. That I mean, it happened then. What we're dealing with is the present now. What are we doing about it now? In this country, what are we doing about it now? You know, and you know, you have those that come before the microphone and they say, "Well, you know, if it hadn't been, you know, we can't have a political side, political made political, because I can't pronounce that other word right now. If it can't, you know." If, if if they can't, you know, if if we can't make it political, uh, 
If we don't make it political, everything be all right. Unfortunately, that is what happens in this country. Everything is political side. Everything. Right now, they have a so-called fourth relief uh, stimulus they're supposed to be working on. Now, they all agree that small business businesses need some cash. All right, they all they all agree on that. But the problem is, you know, when 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 one group says, "Well, how about let's add something for the hospitals? Let's add something for this or that." The other side, oh no, because that wasn't that wasn't in an original agreement. So no, we can't do this. We're not talking. Who is that serving? Who is that helping? And y'all know the names, Pelosi, McConnell, Schumer, uh, what's the other little guy name? I forgot his name. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing. They want to blame each other, but at the same time, they don't want to take the blame for anything. But as soon as something passes, oh, we 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 worked and we got this, the Senate did this, the House did that. See, that is the problem right now that we have in this country. Nobody wants our so-called elected officials, leaders, what have you, do not, they have no intention of working together. They have no intention of working toward the citizens, for the citizens. They can care less. And what makes them look good? Now, is this anything new? Heck no, it's not nothing new. We've seen this before. We saw it through the Obama administration. We saw it through the Bush administration. We saw it through the Clinton administration. We've seen this before. And why have we seen this? Why? Because it's the same freaking people. <laughs> it's the same freaking people. Yeah, I'm back on that soapbox again. We worried about the mainstream media and everybody talking about who the president gonna be, who that, that, that. But you're dealing with the same people in Congress, and we go through the same thing year after year after year. Now here we are, a pandemic, a pandemic. We have a president that says, I don't take responsibility for anything. We have a president that has stood up there and said, well, well, it's a hoax. It's another one of the the Democratic uh, Party's uh, ways of of slowing my, getting me thrown out of office. It's another way of them ruining our great economy, the economy that has been as greater than it has ever been before, so forth and so on. Then you have the Republican Party, sitting over there, sitting on their hands, tape over their mouth, earplugs in their ear. They're not saying anything, regardless. Whether this president is right or wrong, they're not speaking up. It's like he's sitting there holding their nuts and the BJJs in his hand, crushing them every time they say something. And let's talk about the administration. Why don't we? 
Because that's an interesting thing in itself. How many individuals have been fired from this administration because they stepped outside the quote-unquote line, didn't agree with what was the, 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 the standard party line within the White House at the time? Now you have a new uh, what, what, what is, uh, uh, press secretary, and she's continuing the same along the same lines as Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, what's the little white guy name? Dang, I can't think of his name right now. Revis, I think it's Revis. Yeah, the same thing. Although they know what is being said is not true, they're not trying to to, to, to fix that. They're going on with the line. How are we supposed to really understand or or be represented when there's no one there, there's no one there, period, trying to represent any of us? Whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, uh, Tea Party, uh, it's not about you and I. Okay, It's, it's not that. Anything happens, whether it comes out good or bad, it's collateral damage. Y'all don't have to believe it, but it's the truth. It's collateral damage. And and we have a a president right now that he stand up in front of everybody and tell, tell, you know, the world respects us now and the world loves us now. But guess what, y'all? That is not the case. That is not the case. America is no longer the big bad bully on the on the block. Now, there's some that would disagree, but if you look at what's going on economically and financially, America is no longer the big bad bully on the block. Countries are no longer, you know. <laughs> You know, fearful of what the United States is going to do. Especially right now. But, of course, there are those out there that, that's probably right now fuming at me and mad at me because of what I just said. But let's look at the, the, the facts. That's That's what's going on. Anytime you have a report out of India coming on there and saying, uh, no, we're not giving you what you wanted to, you ask nicely, that's no respect, people. June, I see you. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's no respect. None. No respect whatsoever. And then we have a, a, a president that gets up there, and he's so wishy-washy, you don't know what to believe when he, when he says something, when he, I mean, whether it's true or not. Even it's, if it's right there in his face and they tell him it's not true, he still will deny it. Now I may get in trouble for saying that, but oh well, it's got to be said. It has to be said. It has to be said. You know, so what I'm saying is, look at what's happening now. Look at what what has happened 
the four and try and look into the future and see what we're going to be dealing with. Okay. I don't know whether he's going to be a re- reelected or not. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later on in the show. I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, you know, I, I, I'm more worried about what's going to happen with Congress than what's going to happen at, at, at the White House. I, I really do. I am. But people, you know, yeah, 5G, and, and don't, don't get me wrong. I understand there's some some underhanded underworld, you know, some 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 backdoor, you know, science room stuff going on that we won't, we don't know about, and we we probably won't know about, you know, until later on in life, or our children probably find out about it. But I'm telling you, you can't believe all the conspiracy theories, okay? You just can't do that. Let, let, let's talk about the 5G. Think about 5G. You know, it's doing all this, this to everybody. Well, <clears throat> most people, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. A lot of people who have the iPhones and stuff that quote-unquote has the 5G, uh, uh, technology, don't you think something with they've been fell, fall, falling uh, falling apart by now, or be walk around in the trances of that if all that was true? Me, I don't have anything five G. I, I don't. I don't. Because I think it's basically just another scam for you to spend more money. <laughs> That's the way I look at it, but. I mean, let, let's really look at this thing. You know, with 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 technology, social media, media, uh, all these ways of, of, of manipulating things such as pictures, uh, documents, things of that. Let's be honest. How do you really know? How do you really know? No, YouTube. You have all these people out on YouTube, and all of them saying this. You have these individuals that, that come on and say, well, I used to work so-and-so, but now I no longer work there, so I'm coming to tell it all. That's fine. That's fine. But why don't these why aren't these people working there anymore? You know? Where are other people that work for this same place uh, to, to, to collaborate or back up what, what, what is being said? You know, I can start something right now online and say, if you stub your toe, you know, it's going to call cancer, and you stub your toe because of the 5G radiation that's coming from the towers, and your toe is going to turn black and blah, 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 blah. And you'd be surprised at how far that would go. I don't have to have any proof. I don't have to have nothing but a picture of me stubbing my toe. That's about it, a stubbed toe with the skin off of it. Right? And depending on your age, a lot of us, when we were kids, we stubbed our toes all the time. We used to call it busting our toe. 
especially your big toe, skin hanging off or what have you. Now, don't ask y'all. I don't know what I'm talking about because y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah. That, that that is where we are right now, y'all. That that's the society that we live in. So, if those individuals out there want to protest, want to go out there and feel like say they feel like they're in prison or what have you, which probably none of them have never been to prison, have no idea what prison is about because they outside. Um, let them do it. The risk they are taking. That's the risk they are taking. You have more important things to worry about. You do. Your own health, your own family, your own survival. That's what you have to worry about. Not what some idiots out there doing. Not what some idiot up in the White House is uh, uh, pushing or uh, egging them on to do, encouraging them to do. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Because we already know the decisions being made from that spot right there are unethical and unmoral. Oh, I say morally wrong. I don't know if this is worse. It's unmoral, but I'm going to say morally wrong. That's in my opinion, of course. So that's where we are. It is. That's where we are. Drive on. As I, I keep saying, keep living. Keep living. Yeah. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Hold on. I got somebody who want to talk to me about some things. All right. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where are you calling me from? Well, hello, Mr. Talk. This is Miss Lady. Long hello, Miss Lady. How are you? Yeah, I'm long fine. time. Good, you doing good, okay? Good. You sound good. I'm doing great. Well, thank you. I am doing great. <laughs> so, what's going on? Well, what that's you got for a good me? Thing. Okay, so I kind of was. I, you know, everybody's been hearing things about 5G. So I found an article dated October 17, 2019, and it's from Scientific American. And mm-hmm. it says, we have no reason to believe 5G is safe. And um, it goes into the telecommunications industry and how their experts have accused many scientists who have researched the effects of cell phone radiation of fear-mongering over the advent of 5G. So they said much of their research is publicly funded. We believe it is our ethical responsibility to inform the public about what the peer-reviewed scientific literature tells us about the health risks of wireless radiation. So Hmm. it will be interesting to read it. So they cite a large body of research, more than 240 scientists, who have published peer-reviewed research on the biologic and health effects of EMF 
signed the International EMF Scientist Appeal, which calls for stronger exposure limits. And I won't go into all of that. They arguably constitute, the scientists who signed the appeal, constitute the majority of experts on the effects of non-ionizing radiation. They have published more than 2,000 papers and letters on EMF in professional journals. So they said that, um, that, okay, so let me go. Let me scroll on down. They said that uh, the World Health Organization's International Agency for Research on Cancer classified RFR as possibly carcinogenic to humans in 2011. And then... um, a last year, a $30 million study conducted by the U.S. Toxicology Program found clear evidence that two years of exposure to cell phone RFR increased cancer in male rats and damaged DNA in rats and mice of both sexes. Then there's this institute in Italy, Italy that replicated the key finding of the NTP using a different carrier frequency and much weaker exposure to cell phone radiation over the life of the rats. Based upon that research published, including human and animal studies and other data, they prioritized, the, the international um, group prioritized RFR to be reviewed again in the next five years. So they said that um, they will likely upgrade the carcinogenic potential of RFR in the near future. So they said the latest cell technology, 5G, will employ millimeter waves for the first time in addition to microwaves that have been used for older cell technology, 2G through 4G. Given limited research, given limited reach, 5G will require cell antennas every 100 to 200 meters, exposing many people to millimeter wave radiation. 5G also employs new technologies like active antennas capable of beam forming, phase arrays, massive multiple inputs and outputs, known as massive MIMO, which pose unique challenges for measuring exposures. And then they talk about the millimeter waves, are mostly absorbed within a few millimeters of human skin and in the surface layers of the cornea. Short-term exposure can have adverse physiological effects and the peripheral nervous system, the immune system, and the cardiovascular system. The research suggests that long-term exposure may pose health risks to the skin, so you can get melanoma, cancer of the skin, the eyes, ocular melanoma, eye cancer, and the testes, sterility. Since 5G is a new tech, there is no research on health effects, so we are flying blind to quote a U.S. senator. However, we have considerable evidence about the harmful effects of 2G and 3G. Little is known um, the effects of exposure to 4G, a 10-year-old technology because governments have been remiss in funding the research. Meanwhile, we are seeing increase in certain types of head and neck tumors and tumor registries, which may be at least partially attributed to the proliferation of cell phone radiation. These increases are consistent with results from case control studies of tumor risk and heavy cell phone users. 5G won't replace 4G. It will accompany 4G for the near future and possibly over the long time. If there are synergistic effects, 
That means, you know, they work in synchrony together. One uh, increases the, both of them together increases the outcome. Effects from simultaneous exposure to multiple types of RFR, overall risk of harm, may increase substantially. Cancer isn't the only risk. There's other considerable evidence that it can cause neurological disorders, reproductive harm, likely due to oxidative stress. So they said we should support the recommendations of 250 scientists and medical doctors who signed the 5G appeal that calls for an immediate moratorium on deploying 5G and demand that the government fund the research needed to adopt biologically-based exposure limits that protect our health and safety. Wow, so, that's a lot of information. And when when was that that that, that um article this written? Was writ- this was written um, October seventeenth, twenty nineteen, by Joel Moskowitz, M O S I K O W I T Z, and it's a Scientific American. It's an opinion, um, and it says oh, okay. we have no reason to believe five G is safe. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, wow. Go ahead. What you was going to finish? Saying. Basically, it says more research is needed. They don't even have the latest research on 4G. And so now we're coming up and, and putting up antennas for 5G every, you know, 100 meters or whatever to, to people's homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and if honestly, if you if you ride around your neighborhood or your city, you can see these towers that they all over the place. You know, these big panels on them. I mean, you see them all over the place. So that is true. That is true. Another thing is true, you know, in, in a roundabout way is, you know, radiation is harmful to us, period. There's not too much that goes that, that's in your home now that does not emit some type of radiation, you know, whether it's a low frequency or a high frequency. Think about it. Microwave. Yeah. Yeah, my right you know, burned I was smelling this burning smell. I'm like, what is it? I burned a hole in the back of the microwave. I had it on. I threw that thing out, and I'm not getting another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and think about it. Uh, when you go and, go and have your x-rays, uh, women, your pat smears, and all that stuff, think about it. That's radiation. That's why they put that so-called lead thing over you. Uh, that that vest over you, they keep you from, uh, you know, getting a lot a lot of radiation. It's not to say that it's stopping all of it, but you don't get as much as you would. So, you know, radiation. I mean, if you take half the stuff that 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 deals with cell phones, their earpieces you stick in your ears, and you know all that other crap, you're exposed to radiation on a daily basis. It's just it's just the, the amount that you're exposed to and the duration that you're exposed to. You know, lower lower levels of radiation, yeah, it's going to take longer for it to affect you. Higher doses, yeah, it's going to take less time for it to affect you. But in the same rate, does that still uh, uh, constitute that 5G is responsible for a virus? Now that's for, that's kind of a stretch, wouldn't you think? Now I can see the argument was because of five G. It can affect your immune system. It can affect okay. your immune All system, right. which makes you more uh-huh. susceptible to contracting viruses. That's what I yeah. think. That's what they're saying. Okay. 
Right. But I, this is I, I, I I'm going to an well. appointment right now, so I'm going to go on mute, okay? Okay. All right, Miss Lady. Okay. Thank you for calling. All right. Now, I, I, I can actually see what Miss Lady is saying when it comes to the immune system. However, however, see, once again, now we when you start talking about immune systems and and, and health issues, you know, you're getting into cultures, you're getting into uh, habits, uh, traditions, things of that nature that may also uh, uh, have consequences uh, when 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 considered how people will be affected by a virus or a certain disease or what have you. I.e., there are many reports are coming out that saying that you know black people are being um, you know affected more so by by this virus than any other group of people. And okay, all right. Now you know they use states like Mississippi, Louisiana, uh, a couple of others that were basically that are basically. Uh, very populated with African Americans, okay? But over in the overall picture, I don't know. I don't know. And here's why I'm saying this. You know, it's only what 12, 13% of the population. So when when you have such a small number and you have a lot of deaths that that, that happens during, you know, within that population size, it's going to seem more disproportionate than others. It really is because there are less people. Number one, there's there's less people. Okay, let's let's go and put it out there. So as more die, the numbers aren't are, are going to look uh, a lot worse than you say you have three million here and what fifty five thousand die, fifty five hundred die, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now. Another thing you have to understand, you know, when you start talking about the African-American community, you have to think about the diseases that, that, that are prevalent in the African-American community. High blood pressure, uh, diabetes, uh, what else is it, lupus, uh, there's, a, there's a, quite a few of them, quite a few of them. But see, that, 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 that is what is not being explained or, or what have you, because, you know, a lot of the deaths that are attributed to COVID-19, they are uh, uh, caused by other things. Uh, however, since the individuals may have tested positive for the virus, they're saying, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that's what they died from. But it, it, it's not not factual. Okay, hold on. Let me let me bring this other call in. I don't want to get too started. I don't know if I think I'm a man. man, man, man. All right, four seven zero. Welcome to the show. Who you, you I got here? What you got for me, Mister Talk? Long time no hear. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right, you don't even remember doing, who sir? this is, do you? Yeah, I do. I'm just trying to let you tell me what name you're going by today. <laughs> I go by my <laughs> real name y'all. now. Okay, and that shall be, sir. <laughs> anyway, check <laughs> check your chat room. Check your chat room. Okay. That's the name I'm going check, by. Check, I'm please. the only All one right. in there. Ah, okay. But uh, All right. you remember back in 2013, 
if my memory serves me correct, in 2013, I was talking to you about transhumanism. Yes, I remember that. Okay. 5G is complete integration. It's Hmm. the fusion of machines and devices. Let me put it that way so that your listeners can understand. Devices and human beings. So what it's going to do is 5G is basically going to make everything uniform. You know how they're coming out with these products now. I think Amazon has one. Uh, you got the um, they got the devices now where you can just talk to them. You don't have to right. press any it buttons. You ain't got to yeah. get up. You don't have to do anything. You just you you right. tell it what you want it to do, and ba- and it's voice recognition, and it'll just do whatever you tell it to do. So what 5G is going to do is it's going to allow people, because I use syncing. I don't know if people are familiar with this. I use syncing. So say, for instance, I'm using your computer, Uh and I go on to Google. If I log into my Google account on your computer, it'll make your computer look just like mine without changing Mm -hmm your computer. So everything that I have on my computer that's set up will immediately map over to your computer while I'm using it and logged in. Once I log off, your computer goes back to the way you have it configured. So I can be anywhere using any device, and all i got to do is log into these different apps or whatever the case may be. And I always start Mm -hmm. off by logging into Google. Once I log into Google, I can make any device look like my device at home. So 5G is going to tie everybody together. And basically what this does is, because people have to understand with these cell phones and these cell towers, it's, it's radio frequency. So the stuff is above us, actually. But what happens is, is because everything is tied together, it raises the level of frequency in terms of the usage. So the energy level goes up. And as Miss Lady was just saying, what happens is, which is related to the coronavirus, which is why you have a lot of people saying, oh, it's 5G, it's 5G, it's 5G. Really what it is is that when you have people with compromised immune systems due to mm-hmm. health conditions, obesity, poor nutrition, that frequency gets into the cells and can break it down, which in turn is going to trigger them being more susceptible to a common virus. So it's not that Mm -hmm. the 5G is actually triggering it. It just contributes to something that's already there. That may be laying dormant. So it, it's like it's like sticking your finger in a light socket or <laughs> sticking your tongue on a battery. Once you make that connection, if you're not where you need to be from a health standpoint, it could 
have adverse effects on you. That's the only thing I just wanted to add. And, okay. and I just hate to hear people get into, and, and this is not in reference to what this lady is saying, uh, I hate the people get into the, the, the hysteria over the 5G because you know how they put it out. Well, Wuhan, because Wuhan has over 100,000 5G towers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where that correlation was made. And then you're getting a lot of this disinformation that's coming out that's saying that, well, it's specifically as a result of 5G. Right. No, it's, it's, it's indirectly a result of 5G because now everybody's frequency is going to get turned up, but everybody's going to fall in love mm-hmm. with the convenience of 5G. Cause like in my house, I got dual monitors, I got a laptop, cell phone. I can sync them all together, and that's what 5G does. It's going to sync everybody that's got a device, no matter what it is, onto a global network. That's a huge turn-up, because now you got everybody on the same thing. That's a huge turn-up. So I just wanted to add that. Hmm. All right, thank you. But wait, hold on, hold on. Is that a really a good thing to have everybody synced up all together? Is that really a good thing? No, it's not. You know, we got every time. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> but but that's part of say, that's can... part of the whole transhumanism project that, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about and that's the part that's getting by people because we keep getting these messages of how technology is almost physically becoming part of us okay I don't want mm-hmm. a device in my house where I can say something oh turn on my computer and my computer comes on I don't want that. <laughs> now, a lot of people will find that convenient. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, right. Siri, order me some food. Okay, where would you like to order from? No, I want to do that myself. <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> just me. But a lot of yeah. people are going to fall in love with that. Once this corona stuff is settles down and they fast-forward everything, Everybody's going to be right back in line with it. Now, that's not something I want to do. I want to order my own food. And also with this coronavirus, it's shifting the economy. It's by making people stay home. Now you can have food ordered. You can have groceries ordered. You don't have to go anywhere. Right. I had a grocery delivery on Saturday from the local <laughs> grocery store. Uh-huh. All I had to do was go on my phone. You have a, you have to have a minimum thirty five dollar order. You go through just like you're going through the aisles. Now the only disadvantage is, you know, I love my vegetables. You don't get to pick them right. out though. Somebody has to walk right, through and pick right. it out. But here's the beauty mm-hmm. of it: they can chat with you. The person who you're who's picking your stuff out, they send right. you their name. In their picture, and it just says "chat now." If you want to chat with so, if you want to chat with Darren, he's getting your groceries, and you can chat with him while they're doing <laughs> it. So they're just phasing us into a completely automated system, completely mm. across the board, automated. Across the board, 
Wow. Yeah. Before I let you get out of here, let's let's talk about since we 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 we're here and now. Tell me about these these chips that these companies are uh, talking to employees to have it, you know, in, in their hands. You, you know what I'm talking about. We talked about this many times on the show. What you thinking about that now that it has come to fruition? What the radio reality. frequency identification? Yeah, yeah. Well, well they've already rolled it out. If you got a, know, if you got a, bank, a if you got a, if you got a debit card or a credit card, you got a chip. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about the ones where they're now placing them in the skin on the oh, actual person. Well, yeah, yeah. We well, we knew that was going to happen, <laughs> and that's good. That's going to become a requirement because if you if you mess around, okay, and you get that vaccination, be careful. Mm. Be careful. Oh. Be careful. When, if, well, well, if, why you got to be once careful? They, so once they saying? come up with that vaccination, because you know who's behind uh, that entire global market? A computer no, person. Who's behind Who? Bill Gates? You talking about Bill Gates? Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He's been working on that for over 10 years when he stepped down as CEO of a. Uh, Microsoft in 2008. And, and what would he actually have to gain from that? Really? Money. As Wu-Tang said, <laughs> cash rules everything around me. <laughs> ah, my goodness. So that's, that's what it is, huh? Money. I'm going to put myself on mute, and you go ahead, because I know you probably got other callers that want to talk. Actually, no, but okay. No problem. We got you. We got you. All right. Thanks, or we man. can stay here and chop it up and go to the next subject. It's up to you. Yeah, we can. But wait a minute. Okay. I, I need to take a short break here. I need to take a short okay. break, but I'll get back with you in a minute, and we can keep riding on on this train right here. All right? Okay. okay we're going to take a short break here for a hot minute, and uh, we're going to let y'all listen to the fine signs of Lenny Williams, and he's saying he's just fine. Talk to y'all in a few minutes.
no need for my head down. I ain't got no regrets. I sung on any stages and I gave it my best. I got a good woman who loved me through the years. 35 and counting and we're still here. Don't worry about me. Better worry about you. It's not how you start. It's how you see it through. I'm doing fine. Thank you for hanging out with me. All right. Hey, we we having a um we talking about a whole bunch of things right now. Uh 5G right now with my man. <laughs> I know he he he's laughing at me right now, y'all, because he's a he's a regular, believe it or not. We just haven't talked in a long time. And for some for some reason I just can't remember the old name, but hey, we got him. We got you, Sizzle. I'm gonna just call you Sizzle, okay? <laughs> we ain't gonna put you out there like that. But anyway, yeah. So if you want to comment on anything we've talked about so far, the number is 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletts, talk at gmail.com. All right, and our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And, uh, yeah, those are the ways you can hang out with me, and I have no problem with talking with you, as you see, because this is what we do. This is what I do. Anyway, so... Since we are uh, are going ahead and um, we're talking about some things here, five G, I want to bring bring some to attention because we talked about it last week, last Monday, and um, I couldn't find the clip, but I found it this time. And I was speaking about how other countries are beginning to stand up to the United States as far as you know health issue, well anything basically. You know, most of them are giving you know the United States the finger now. It's your interpretation why they beginning to give the United States the finger, but I have my own reasons. But I, I got I have this clip right now of this India, this report out of India, and um, she's giving her take on how they actually feel about the United States and our leader and the leader of the country, the president, Mr. Donald Trump. Hold on, here Donald it is. Donald Trump acted too late. This too is negligence, and it's criminal. Hydroxychloroquine. It's an anti-malarial drug. India makes a lot of it. And suddenly the whole world wants it. 
including U.S. President Donald Trump. Only he doesn't know how to ask properly. So he issues threats. Our cover story tonight is about a president who is disconnected with reality. A president who is failing miserably. A president who was in denial about this pandemic. Things became so bad that a Russian military plane landed in America with medical supplies made by a company that the U.S. had sanctioned. Donald Trump is in no position to dictate terms, not at home, not abroad, certainly not to India. And yet he threatens retaliation if his quote-unquote request is not honored. Are you worried about uh, retaliation to your decision uh, to ban export of medical goods like Indian Prime Minister Modi's decision to not export hydro hydroxychloroquine to the United States and other countries? I don't like that decision. If that's, I, don't, I didn't hear that that was his decision. If he doesn't allow it to come out, that would be okay. But, of course, there may be retaliation. A retaliation, that is what the U.S. president is threatening. First, a botched-up response, and now such bluster. America has more than 370,000 cases of the coronavirus, the highest in the world. They're failing miserably at controlling the Wuhan virus, and now Donald Trump is looking for a fall guy. The president is blaming everybody but himself. Trump wants to show that he is in control. Unfortunately for him, not many believe this. Plus, the records do him no favor. It turns out that the Trump administration knew about the coronavirus threat. They were warned well in advance, as far back as January. They sat on the information. The New York Times carried a story today. It talks about a memo written by a top White House advisor. This memo warned the Trump administration of the threat of the Wuhan virus. And it said this very clearly. If the coronavirus outbreak is ignored, the United States could lose trillions of dollars. The memo said that the lives of millions of Americans are at risk. It was written by a man called Peter Navarro on the 29th of January, more than two months ago. He is Donald Trump's advisor on trade, but Trump is his own advisor. So Mr. Navarro's warning fell on deaf ears. About two weeks after he wrote this warning, Trump was asked about the Wuhan virus. How will America fight it? You know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat, as the heat comes in. Uh, typically, that will go away in April. We're in great shape, though. We're, we have 12 cases, 11 cases, and uh, many of them are in good shape now. Donald Trump acted too late. This, too, is negligence, and it's criminal. Americans should hold their president accountable. The warnings were there. The damage should have been contained. But Mr. Trump chose to believe a myth now his country is suffering. This crisis has exposed the U.S. leadership or the lack of it. Donald Trump downplayed the threat. His government did not prepare for the outbreak. Now they're running short of supplies. There is a dangerous shortage of masks in America. In some areas, volunteers are now pitching in. They're making masks at home for the medical workers on the front lines. Critical medication is in short supply, and this includes antibiotics, antivirals, sedatives, the drugs that are used to treat coronavirus patients. Trump is facing a backlash, and what is he doing in response? He's bullying allies, demanding supplies, else there will be retaliation, he says. As for this medicine, hydroxychloroquine, here's the thing. Trump is betting big on it. It is being called the miracle drug, but it is not a proven cure. Scientists will not vouch for it. There is no proven cure for the Wuhan coronavirus. It's all trial and error right now. 
hydroxychloroquine has been given to some patients around the world. They have shown positive signs, but doctors are not widely prescribing it because the evidence is limited. Trump's own advisor on this, America's top doctor and researcher on infectious diseases, Anthony Fauci, has called the evidence, quote-unquote, anecdotal. But the president will have none of it. He wants to be seen as finally doing something. So he's buying 100,000 body bags and he's insisting on a medicine that may or may not work. And this alone should explain why America is in such a mess. India does very well with the United States. For many years, they've been uh, taking advantage of the United States on trade. If he doesn't allow it to come out, that would be okay. But of course, there may be retaliation. All right. Yeah. So you heard it. <laughs> you heard it. You know, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, it, it's like, okay, we're tired of getting bullied. No, nope, we're not going to give you what you want. Okay, you you wanted America first, so now you have it. Take care of your own. And, of course, you know, the title of the show is Blameless. Hey, that's the title. But, of course, you know, everybody has been blamed for this, what we're going through right now, except for, uh, the the people that a lot of the the ones that a lot of people feel should be blamed or take blame or credit for this nonsense we're going through, and it's it's, it's interesting that you have foreign media, you know, actually saying, look, this is what happened. Now I know everybody gonna say, well, that's just propaganda. Yeah, well, the United States is is good at pro- their own type of propaganda as well, because that's what they do. No, that's how we. Uh, that's how Americans believe that we're the the biggest and the baddest out there. Of course, our military says so, but other people don't. Uh, so I don't know. Let's talk though. Let's talk about this. Susan, you still that man? Or you you moved on? Okay, he may be. Okay. Um, I heard a click. All right. So anyway, for those who don't know what anecdotal means, it means not necessarily true or reliable because based on personal accounts rather than facts or research. Okay, so that what that means. All right. <laughs> I'm sure it's it not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So tell me, what, what, do you, what do you think about this 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 uh, situation that we have where we have the leader of the free world, as a lot of people like to say, not taking uh, credit or, you know, for any of the, 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 the problems that we're having in this country as far as this virus that's going on, you know, okay. because, yeah. Go ahead. I know you got an interesting uh, point of view on it because I, you know, I remember we used to have some good ones. So go ahead, let me know. Let me know what's on your mind. Let us know what's well, on your mind. <laughs> all right. Well, well, first of all, for the first time in our lives, everybody that's listening, you have a global event going on, not a national event, not an international event but a global event. And when people start pointing their finger at one person, that's a diversionary tactic. Now, let me be the first to say, I understand politics. I'm not into politics. And Donald Trump being president, he 
he's no different than any other president. There's a constituency that he has to answer to. And what the president of the United States is, is a spokesperson for the people who are behind the scenes that are really in power. That's all the president is. The president doesn't run the show. Okay? That's that's the first magic act, is to get people to think the president runs the show. He doesn't. Now, Trump is a businessman. He's not a politician. He's a businessman who became a president. Now, there was another right. businessman that tried to do it and lost, who's, I don't even know if he's still alive, who at the time was a billionaire. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, he did now. Well, I shouldn't have said right. that. Yeah, but he's so dead. this has been done before. It's just that Trump broke through because he has the right connections. Now, <laughs> there is no way, and, and I just read today where Germany has receipts on where they gave China 130 billion pounds. And now they're calling China out in terms of them cooking the books and not saying how extensive this virus was from the very beginning. Right. Uh, cooking the numbers on the deaths and things of that nature. So right. what you have is a global situation that's going on where disinformation is going to be more important than the real information that you're getting. <laughs> so when India calls out Trump And you got a lot of Americans calling out Trump And Trump already told you Hey, I didn't want to shut the, I didn't want to shut everything down That, That's a businessman talking That means yep. Ain't no money circulating Why would I want uh, that? Okay True However yeah. his His hand is being forced through the Congress and the Senate, the, the the political apparatus that we have in the United States, to where, you know, they come up with a bill, 2.3 trillion, what was it, 350 billion, go to yeah. the average citizen. Now, if we do yeah. the math, that's 1.7 trillion. That's going mm. somewhere else mm. <laughs> Because 350 yeah. billion Is about one third Of a trillion dollars Yeah Well we know so it the general public is just getting peanuts Now here's the here's wow. the hook Here's the hook What Americans should be looking at Is their Multi-billion dollar Conglomerate Healthcare system hmm. that failed miserably. We don't have enough masks. We don't have enough respirators. We don't have enough PPEs. These should be basic supplies. That's like going to McDonald's and they tell you, oh, we're out of hamburgers. Really? Hmm. You ain't got no <laughs> hamburgers? No, 
but I can get you this no. this value chicken meal, or you know, I can get you the value salad, or I can get you this, and see we're not putting that together. So we we, we have a healthcare industry, like I said, multi billion dollar, don't even have basic equipment, stuff that before this happened, when we go into uh-huh. hospitals. We see all the time. You see them walking around. You know, when you go and get a physical, what do they do? They give you a gown. Oh, we ain't got enough gowns now. You know, oh, we ain't got enough masks now. Oh, we ain't got enough respirators now. That's basic That's basic equipment in a hospital or a health care facility. That's basic. You know, we're not asking you to have... Uh, uh, an MRI machine, uh, magnetic resonance imaging. Yeah, every hospital might not have that, or every healthcare facility might not have that. That's a specialty item. So when they get into all of that, and then these other countries, and then you see all this push towards Donald Trump, like he could have done something. How? What, what what could he have done? Because mm. if we do the well, timeline, we if we do the timeline, mm. when did we first hear about this coronavirus, which is a um, family member of SARS and MERS? Right. So it's, it's not new. Right. It's not new. We heard about it in December. Well, he actually, talked about it in January. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time that he was talking about it, what was going on in the government? They were trying to impeach him. Right. At the exact same time. But shouldn't, uh, okay, I got another caller, but I'm going to put this out there. But shouldn't someone in the administration say, well, from reports, that's what you know someone did, but you know, it kind of was played off because the impeachment was going on at the time. But somebody just said, look, we, we really need to look into this uh, because, yeah, this could be very, get very bad here real quick, real fast. Yeah, you know, that, that I, should have yeah. happened, and it probably did happen because you got so many people in administration. There's hundreds of people in the administration. There's a whole right, bunch right. of moving parts. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So, you know. <laughs> but let me bring this other call in, and uh, don't go nowhere though. We're gonna we're gonna chop it up. See, we three of us can't talk chop it up. All right, triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? And where you calling me from? Oh my gosh! Hi, Mister Talk. This is Cat. <laughs> Hello, Cat. How are you? Hi. Hi, Patrick. It's been a minute. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're doing wonderful, Kat. How are you? Well, I'm sick of staying home, but, you know, it's better than dying, I guess, you know. Did you see the little parades and obnoxiousness down here at the Capitol over the weekend, Mr. Talk? No, I stayed at home. (laughs) Well... I didn't know about it until Sunday. Um, apparently they had a protest down there, and Alex Jones came down there and drove some sort of 
tank type vehicle through there and you know they were all young people out there so they're mm-hmm. you know screaming and yelling at the governor but um i was listening to your show i just you know had some time and i okay was Go ahead. If, you still, if you still did your show and darn there you were on bcr and i yep. just like to uh, just i just like to give you some information that i found out um Okay. I started following this in January. I was on Twitter, and I saw these uh, images, these videos coming out of China, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, I thought it was fake. You saw there were videos of people walking down the street, and they seemed to be old people, and all of a sudden they would just mm-hmm. fall down, and instead of people running over to them to see what was wrong, people were running away from them. And the police would have to come and see what was going on. Well, I started following this uh, doctor on, um, it's called MedCram, on YouTube. And he was talking about, he started talking about this virus and what it was. And um, how hydroxychloroquine um, in the, you know, when you have, when you've had the virus in your body a long time, it's not that effective as when you get it prematurely or, you know, right after you get the virus. And it's a really good, he explains it, um, you know, chemically how this, how it works. So I called uh, my pharmacist here, not at the VA, but my pharmacist at HEB. And um, he let me know that it's this anti-malaria drug. And if I wanted some, he could, he, he says, we have it, it's plentiful. But, and I told him I was a veteran. He said, well, the VA has it and the, uh, you know, the military bases have it because, you know, you guys get it when you deploy. If you're going into an area where there's malaria and also patients with lupus and uh, rheumatoid arthritis take it. So, and it seems the reports are coming out that people who are taking this drug who have lupus, they're not getting this virus. They're not being affected by it. thing I wanted to bring up Okay, and then 5G, I don't know that much about it, but I'll tell you what, it's really worth uh, uh, investigating to see if that 5G does penetrate your skin because that's how the radiation enters your body. So I think that's something we need to keep our keep our eye on, you know. But the other thing I wanted to talk about was the um, clip you played, that Indian lady that was talking Hydroxychloroquine is a generic drug, and India is not the only country that has it, but we do need a lot of it right now. We need to stockpile it. So what she didn't tell you was that India held that hostage to us because in order for them to send us that hydroxychloroquine that they make, and we get a lot of drugs, and especially at the VA, from India and China, um, we have to accept even more H-1B visas and getting workers over here. So that was a deal that was made and to get that hydroxychloroquine from India. And there's something that um, um, Patrick brought up about our healthcare system. Our healthcare system, I think, did a fantastic job. What happened to all that protective medical equipment, ventilators and gowns and masks and everything, uh, in January and in February, 
Chinese Finns or Chinese in this country and Australia and Brazil and Germany, they bought up everything and they sent it back to China. And after Trump closed down you know, the travel ban with China, they sent their own planes to get this stuff. And in Australia, they then wanted to sell it back to Australia at a bigger price after they had bought it down, after they had bought it all up. So everything, the Zen 95 mask, everything they bought it, they just wiped us clean. And there's videos on YouTube where people are talking about this and people, even videos of these Chinese Americans going into stores and laughing about it and saying the Americans don't know, they don't know. You know, so that's one thing that happened. That's not a conspiracy theory that actually happened. So, you know, I think the mm-hmm. more information we get, the better it is, you know, to realize. But I think I'm really quite impressed that the healthcare system actually saved as many people as it did, you know. And mm. Anyway, okay. that's my... Right. Those are the things I just wanted to bring up. You know, I... W- not trying to be controversial, I'm just giving you information that I found out because I was right. scared. I have a health, I have a health problem, and um, I certainly am susceptible. You know, if I got this virus, I have a compromised immune system right now. You know, it, it would, and I have a son who has a really bad heart, and um, his life expectancy is not that. It's not going to be as long as mine, and if he got this virus, he would die. And my other son, who lives in Washington State, he did get very sick. He and his wife both, and it was a sickness like they never had before. And mm-hmm. it lasted about ten. It lasted about ten. They both went to the doctor, and there were no there was no test kit. There was nothing. So they basically they were giving no antibiotics or anything. They basically had to you know just stay home and you know take care of themselves. That, um, mm. that was back in the end of January when they got it, first of February. Mm. If wow. it was, yeah. So. Well, well, Kat, yeah. I, I hope your family, you know, are, you know, blessed enough not to, you know, have to go through, go through it, the the virus itself. Um, but let's go back to, to something you said a little while ago about China and Australia and all uh, those countries buying up all the equipment. You know, and as you you were saying that, I thought about, you know, um, uh, the president's slogan of American, America first. And I'm like, well, you know, my thought process is, isn't that what they were doing? They were taking care of their countries first, regardless of what was going on. And if that was the case, Shouldn't our intelligence or someone, Homeland Security, somebody should have recognized this as a red flag and and quickly, you know, uh, come up with some kind of action to, to, to do the same thing for our country? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there was failure in our intelligence apparatus that, you know, people basically weren't talking to each other. They weren't. You know, I'm really tired of um, this fighting among ourselves. Like Patrick is saying, you know, he's right. You know, this isn't about Trump or Pelosi, you know, Congress or the president. It's about the people who really control them. 
And we know that, you know, from from Reagan on, you know, the we just basically had the same foreign policy, the demise of, you know, the American dollar, uh, people working harder and harder and harder and not getting ahead. You know, no generation beyond mine, the baby boomers, all the ones that come after us, you just haven't been able to be successful as our generation was. I'm not talking about me personally. The biggest right. concentration of wealth in this country is with the baby boomers in property and retirement funds and stocks and things like that. And, uh, okay. you know, um, it, there just isn't that accumulation of wealth in the past generation, in the you know, future generations beyond us. I, and, you know, we basically, you know, now we're talking about basic income. You know, everybody be given so much money to live on. Well, that's like paying you to be poor. So mm. what people, I, I think it's against human nature to not, I think people want to work and create and, you know, provide. I think that's just in our, it's in our DNA to want to do that. And I think we need to prize people of that. We're, we're going the wrong way, you know. So this thing, another thing about Donald Trump, Look, you know me. I've never claimed I, I hate it, Ronald Reagan. I don't. I don't. To this day, I don't understand this adoration of Ronald Reagan. But then again, I didn't like George Bush either. You know, I voted Democrat both mm-hmm. times. But I didn't vote for Clinton because I really liked Ross Perot. I really, really liked Ross Perot. I really liked what he was saying. I really liked, you know, his idea of um, of leadership. And anybody that worked for his company in Dallas just loved him. He was an excellent employer. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy that went over there. He, he was an American who tried to get those Iranian hot, the hostages, you know, uh, uh, freed. I mean, he really is a true American. I mean, just real. I think, you know, he's one of our unsung heroes. But anyway, I don't think it's right to really adore any man. But with this thing about Donald Trump, it's really not the adoration of Donald Trump, I think, that got him elected. I think it's a movement. It's an anti-globalist movement that has captured the American mindset. And I think even after he's, you know, after he's gone, there's still going to be this pushback from anti-globalists against who's ever in office. Or I don't know. I'm just rambling now. But I just wish we could yeah, all get uh-oh. along, and I wish that... I wish we'd learned that we we need to quit fighting each other. We need to quit dividing because that gives the people who control us way more power than than they they deserve or you know morally should have. And I know you you probably agree with me, but you know I'm an mm-hmm. old and I hate it. I hate you know I didn't you know when I was younger like when I was idealistic and everything when I was in my late teens and twenties and all like that. I really believed that we were going to solve everything. The turn of the century, everything was going to be solved, and people were going to live in peace and prosperity and all that. And it's just the exact opposite is happening. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I know, I know you've heard me say this on the show quite, quite a few times. You know, and, and you know what? You're right. It, it's, it's more about the ideology, ideology than anything else. I, I do believe. You know, 
Um, as far as our, our, our representatives up on the hill, you know, it's sad. It's sad. And that's why I, I've often said as well that, you know, we're, we're worried. We as a, as a uh, country are more worried about the person that goes in the office for eight years. But I think we should be worried more about those that's been up there in, in, on the hill for 30, 40, 50 years. You know, and we continue to expect something different. And as you've said before, it's not different. It's the same thing year after year after year, no matter who, who who's elected as far as president. So I think there are, there are some definite changes that need to be made. You know, now, the question is, how do we get those changes made? How do we get people to understand that, you know, there's more, more things going on than just uh, the White House, put it that way? You know, those that, that get to stay in the White House for four, maybe four to eight years. You know, we need to really take a, a, a another look at, at who's been in Congress for so long, and not only just in Congress, but in leadership roles, and, and realize that that's part that that's one of the biggest problems that we have in this country as of right now. I think besides the the, the nonsense that's going on in the White House. Go ahead, John. Comment. Well, I agree. You know, when Nancy Pelosi became the first woman speaker, you know, the House, I was really happy. I actually cried that day because I lived long enough to see a woman that close. But I was naive then. I didn't really I didn't really care that much about politics. But she is Mm -hmm. just kind of Nancy Pelosi is kind of crazy. I mean, (laughs) there's something wrong with that. She, uh, you know, she. they they had put a, a short uh, sale and they bought she bought nearly after they got that briefing about the coronavirus in January they mm-hmm. bought they bought it's like four point eight million dollars her husband bought it in uh, Amazon and Amazon if I watch um, you know the during the day sometimes I'll turn on like the financial channel and today mm-hmm. Amazon was the only stock that was going up. So she's made a killing during this mm. period, you know. And there's other yeah. people in there have done the same thing. I'm not just singling her out, mm-hmm. but she does hold right. a very powerful position in Congress. True. That is so true. You know, and and on that same note, you know, there's been um, stories in the news about the three. I think there were three. Were three of them that sold their stock just before. This the, the the economy went took the downhill spiral, so yeah. But is that something we don't already know that they do? Of course we we know this, you know. Uh, for those that's in the know, we we know this is what they do, you know. That's how they 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 stay rich. That's how they stay in, in office because no one wants to believe it when it does come out, and nobody wants to do anything to remove them from office. You know, now right now, let's take a look at this. Right now, you have one party that's scared to stand up and say anything against uh, uh, the president. Then you have the other party, they so uh, intent on trying to get rid of them, they'll do anything they can to do it. So, as you said, what is that called? A divide, not only in the, in, in, uh, the political world, but among the, the citizens themselves. 
you know, do you you have those that's out there right now protesting? Why? Because they don't want to be um, told, uh, you know, limited to what they can and can't do, even though, even though it's for their own good. You know, there's a thing called utilitarianism. I don't know if y'all, a lot of y'all know about that, but it, it has to do with happiness and you know, there's a thing called act and there's a thing called rule, you know, break them down. And basically what it is, you know, uh, it believes, you know, what is good for the group, you know, is best for everyone. And that's the decisions, uh, these, these um, the governors and, and, and the president and all the other politicians are making right now. Now, everybody's going to agree with that. Not at all. And that's expected. But however, you know, we got to have some kind of common sense. But for the president to stand up there and, and ask, being asked a question and say he takes no responsibility for anything, I think that creates more more uh, of division than anything else. You know, because that, that shows just no leadership whatsoever. Even a, a, a half-behind leader would say, yeah, I take responsibility. We could have moved quicker. We could have did a little bit more. You know, but in this case, it's like I take responsibility. For, I don't take responsibility for anybody, for any of it. You know, it's China's fault. You know, it's the Democrats' fault for having, you know, distracting us with the uh, uh, impeachment hearing, so forth and so on. So I think, you know, even though we can come up with all these different examples, it, it comes down to leadership and, and the ability to reassure the American citizen that it's going to be okay. You know, but right now I, I don't see the actions that are doing that, and I think that's why we do have a lot of the chaos that we have that's going on right now. That I mean, that's my opinion, of course. Have you been talking to my husband? Because you sound just like him right now. My husband is no <laughs> fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> I have to listen. My husband's working at home right now, and he'll come down and watch that. And I'm making dinner and stuff, and he starts talking like that. I just have to tune it out because. I could just verbatim <laughs> tell you that you sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That That is basically what the American people want is to be reassured and to know that things are being done, you know, on their behalf to make sure, you know, to get through this. But this is not, that's just not what what is being seen or, or portrayed right now. I ain't going to say portrayed, but, you know, um, acted out right now. I guess for lack of better words, I can't think of it right now. But it's just not being done. And I think that's that's one of the biggest problems that we have as far as this virus going on. Let's remember now, because when it first came out, only thing you heard about from the virus, you had this many cases confirmed. You had this many people dying. You had this many people dying. And the curve is here. And this many people dying. You know, so most people... Uh, 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 um. You know, most people well, feel I'll, you know if they get the virus, they're gonna die. But that is not the case. That that is not the case. But nobody, no one is reassuring the public that you know you may get the virus, but you know you your chances are pretty good that you're gonna survive it. You know, given you you know uh, it's, you know extenuating circumstances. Yeah. That's true. There's something else y'all talked about earlier. You just reminded me. You um. This the um, there's a man. His name is uh, Luke Montagnier. It's French man, and he got the 2008 Nobel Prize in Medicine. Um, and he mm-hmm. uh, 
he is the one who identified HIV virus. That's what he, um, I don't know if that's what he got the Nobel Prize for, but he was the original doctor and his team that identified HIV. And he and his team have looked at this virus and they said, this virus is, the COVID-19 is a SARS virus, but it's like, um, it's got an HIV sequencing, DNA sequencing in it. And this, this, this Corona, I mean, COVID-19 has its own, it's, it's separate from anything else. And what they're saying is that the tools, only tools in the laboratory could have created this virus. This is a new virus. This is not the virus that was, people are saying, well, this virus was in those bats in that cave. No, those, no, that's not true. This is not that virus. This did not come out of a cave. This virus came out of that lab in Wuhan. And where they got the virus, did they create it? Did they get it from somewhere? We don't know at this point. And there was a team. Now, none of these papers coming out right now are peer-reviewed, right? So they're not going to be accepted because – but there were doctors, scientists also in India who said the same thing. They looked at the sequencing. It's an HIV DNA in there with the SARS virus. And so – but they they pulled back. I mean, there's articles out there. What I'm saying, you can Google this and – I got this out of sciencemag.org, and there's an article mm-hmm. in there. It's sciencemag.org. There's an article in there. I've read several articles like this, but that's one that you can believe. I mean, you know, that would not be just telling, you know, just putting information out there just to put information out there. But there's an article there that says, how does the coronavirus kill? How does COVID-19 kill? And so with the HIV element of the COVID-19, and we have no vaccine for HIV, I really am fearful it's going to, we may never get a vaccine for this, for this, for this coronavirus. Honestly, I've been, I've decided, I've thought about that myself and I'm with you on that. I don't think they will ever develop one. I really don't. You know, you I, I really are you don't. Kidding? Well, huh? are, you, are you going to are you going to any appointments at the VA? I mean, how? I got an email from them telling me to get my prescriptions refilled, and I'd never gotten anything like that before. And one of my medications that I take for um, uh, just some indigestion problems I have, they um, they changed my medicine, and I called my uh, primary care and she said because the other medication I was taking came from China and they've changed it so is the VA going to mm. stop doing business with China um, there's a whole lot of stuff going on with the VA right now that you know maybe I don't know if you can look into it or find out what's going on but um, yeah I can, I can yeah I can look into that I can find that out that's easy okay. um, but but going back real real quick to um, <clears throat> China and and this lab, you know, as I was saying before, you know, there have been articles that have been placed out there saying, you know, the United States actually, and this goes back to 2017, was actually giving China this lab, Wuhan lab, grants to to do experiments on man, man biological experiments on mammals, you know. So, uh, 
yeah, yeah, let's be honest. You know how to, we we know how the political game works. When something goes wrong and to cover cover your tracks, you you have to to, to to change the narrative. Okay, you have to change the narrative. Nobody wants the the, the, the whole. No one wants the whole story coming out all at one time. Now, will we ever find out the real truth during our lifetime? Probably not. You know, <laughs> you know, because there's going to be so many variations of what actually happened, who did what, whatever. What we do know is right now, right here, this virus is causing havoc in our country, and we need to take care of it. That's the bottom line, basically, when it comes when you look at the whole thing as of right now, right here, that w- that is what needs to happen. You know, after after it's under control, we have everything taken care of, then we can go back and, and say, okay, what happened? How did it happen? Who causes it? Who or what caused it to happen? How do we fix it? So it won't happen again. Now, that should be the logical way to think at this point. It really should be. But Unfortunately, what what everybody is more concerned about now is let's get the economy back up and running. Let's get the money flowing again. Well, if you don't have any people, you don't have any money flowing. You know, that, that, I mean, let's be honest. And if you don't have people huh? working, there's no wealth. If you don't have people right. working, there's no wealth created. You know, I'm going to go off onto a conspiracy thing here without, you know, saying it's a conspiracy, sort of. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense, but it's almost yeah. like what it as, as an old lady. All right, make it quick, though. Unfold, I'm running out of time. Make it, it quick. It's like there's a global reset on everything right now. It's mm-hmm. like everything is changing. It's a global reset, and we're not going to go back to the way it was. Anyway, I didn't mean to monopolize no. your show, but it's nice talking to you. No, yeah, same here, Kat. It's been a minute. Uh, uh, like almost old times, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you know, global reset. That's a, that's a good word for it because you're right. Nothing is going to be the same after this is over with worldwide. You know, there's there's going to be some changing of guards, some of the old guard. You know, it, it, it's going to be very interesting. But as of right now, I think you know, need to take care of what's what's happening here at home, and uh, then we can we'll work with all that other stuff after the fact. You know, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. All right. But as I always do, I, I just can't get, you know. Cat, um, any last words before we get out of here? No, it's not, it was nice having a really good civil conversation about this. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Cat. All right. N2K, any more? Any more? <laughs> I know I figured no, it out. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Thank you, sir. And it's good to hear your voice as well. All right. You as well. All right. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. It's been fun. Hey, we, we talked about a lot, you know, within a, a, t- a small time frame. You know, mostly what I want to talk about it fell into that one little category, so we're good. All right. But I want to say thank you all for hanging out with me, and I'll be back next Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Yeah, I'm only doing it one time a week, Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. I want to thank everybody who called in on the switchboard, hanging out with me in the chat room. Uh, everybody will be listening later. If you missed any of the show, just make sure you can pick it up on in the archives, and uh, we'll, we'll ride from there. All right. 
Now, if by chance you you want me to talk about anything, any specific topic or something to bring up, you can always email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. All right? You can follow me on the show show page as well. That would be cool. Um, and if you have any other ways of getting in contact with me, you can always do that, you know, before, after, during. You know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so other than that, man, we're going to get out of here. I want to say thank you all once again. It's been fun. Everybody have a great week, and uh, we will see you next Monday. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, baby. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. All right, y'all, I'm out. No music today. See ya. Have a great week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.